listening to the podcast 82488. But now it was she who passed through time. As she traveled, the colors of the trees changed, and the animals along the way grew heavy coats and lost them again. The crowds crept or hurried before the changing winds and were pink and gold in the sun or livid with storm. Wherever she went, she searched for her people, but she found no trace of them. And that was a selection from today's novel, The Last Unicorn, by author Peter S. Beagle. Page 8 Under the moon, the road that ran from the edge of her forest gleamed like water. But when she stepped out onto it, away from the trees, she felt how hard it was and how long. She almost turned back then, but instead she took a deep breath of the wood's air that still drifted to her and held it in her mouth like a flower as long as she could. The road hurried to nowhere and had no end. It ran through villages and small towns, flat country and mountains, stony barrens and meadows springing out of stones. But it belonged to none of these, and it never rested anywhere. It rushed the unicorn along, tugging at her feet like the tide, fretting at her, never letting her be quiet and listen to the air as she was used to doing. Her eyes were always full of dust, and her mane was stiff and heavy with dirt. Time had always passed her by in her forest, but now it was she who passed through time. As she traveled, the colors of the trees changed, and the animals along the way grew heavy coats and lost them again. The crowds crept or hurried before the changing winds and were pink and gold in the sun or livid with storm. Wherever she went, she searched for her people, but she found no trace of them. And in all the tongues she heard spoken along the road, there was not even a word for them anymore. Page 24 Tell me what you see, said the magician, as Mommy Fortuna had said it to him. Look at your fellow legends and tell me what you see. Rook's iron voice came clanging through the wan afternoon. Gatekeeper of the underworld, three heads and a healthy coat of vipers, as you can see. Last seen above ground in the time of Hercules who dragged him up under one arm, but we lured him to light again with promises of a better life. Sabaris, look at those six cheated red eyes. You may look into them again one day. This way to the Midgard, serpent, this way. The 
unicorn stared through the bars at the animal in the cage. Her eyes were wide with disbelief. It's only a dog, she whispered. It's a hungry, unhappy dog with only one head and hardly any coat at all. The poor thing. How could they ever take it for Sabaris? Are they all blind? Look again, the magician said. And the satyr, the unicorn continued. The satyr is an ape, an old ape with a twisted foot. The dragon is a crocodile, much more likely to breathe fish than fire. And the great manticore is a lion, a perfectly good lion, but no more monstrous than the others. I don't understand. It's got the whole world in its coils. Rook was droning. And once more the magician said, Look again. Page 88 Taking no notice at all of the still, shabby forms by the fire, he strode through the light and vanished with no sound of breath or footfall. After him came others, one at a time, or two together, some conversing, many laughing, but none making any sound. All carried long bows, and all wore green, save one who came clad in scarlet to his toes, and another gowned in a friar's brown hobbit, his feet in sandals, and his enormous belly contained by a rope belt. One played a lute and sang silently as he walked. Alan Nadell, it was raw, willy, gentle. Look at those changes. His voice was as naked as a baby bird, effortlessly proud, graceful as giraffes, even the tallest among them, a kind-eyed, blundered war. The bowman moved across the clearing. Last, hand in hand, came a man and a woman. Their faces were as beautiful as though they had never known fear. The woman's heavy hair shone with a secret, like a cloud that hides the moon. Oh, said Molly Crew, Marion, Robin Hood is a myth. Captain Cully said nervously, a classic example of the heroic folk figures synthesized out of need. John Henry is another. Men have to have heroes, but no man can ever be as big as the need, and so a legend grows around a grain of truth like a pearl. Not that it isn't a remarkable trick, of course. The end. The Last Unicorn by Peter S. Beagle. Throughout the flight of literature, you will find a story that touches your soul. Please support the authors in this show by viewing the books on the website 82488.com. That's numbers 824, the word 80, and the number 8.com.